cell group leaders. Five steps. Number one is ask God for more leaders. Remember when we talked about Matthew chapter 9, yes, 37 sir. and 38. And remember we talked about how you get leaders is to ask God for those leaders. Did I tell you earlier this week about the woman that saw the groups get raised up? If I if I if you've told if I told this before, then stop me and I will uh, tell another story. <laughs> In our church, we had a woman that was one of our leaders. If you had lined up all the women leaders in our church, and you were to try to put them in order of their leadership potential, you would have put this one woman probably near the end. She was a, a woman that was not uh, terribly impressive at first sight, but it turns out she was our most effective leader. She had a burden to reach mothers of preschool children, and the Lord had broken her heart over so many mothers of preschool children that need Jesus. She realized that there were more mothers of preschoolers in our community that she could ever minister to. So she started a group reaching these types of people. And in the course of one year, she saw five groups get started out of her group. That is fairly impressive. And I asked her, I said, what have you done that has given birth to these five groups? Most of our leaders have trouble just even raising up one apprentice leader in the course of a year, and yet you've raised up five. And she told me the story about how she began to pray for these mothers of preschoolers. And God began to break her heart, and she was filled with compassion. And so she began to plead with God to raise up more leaders so that they can start more groups to reach these people. And she says, Bob, that's really all that I did. I prayed that God would raise up leaders so that we could send them to reach these people. Five groups in one year. Pray for leaders. It's not something that we just do because it's sort of the right thing to do. As I suggested earlier this week, the degree to which we pray diligently for the leaders is the degree to which we have compassion like Jesus had for the harvest and for people that need to be reached. Second, communicate the vision that we need more leaders. So communicate that we need more leaders. Talk about the people that need to be reached and the opportunities that are out there. In a country where only 2% are born-again Christians, there's certainly plenty of harvest to be had. And Matthew chapter 9 is very true, isn't it? The harvest is plentiful. It's what? The workers that are few. We need more leaders. Why? Because the harvest is so plentiful. So communicate that vision in numbers of ways. Number three, model enthusiasm and enjoyment for cell group leadership. You know, one of the things that, that attracts people to cell group leadership is to watch cell group leaders that enjoy doing cell group stuff. Have you ever noticed how some leaders are not very enthusiastic about what they do? It is such a burden to serve the Lord, but I'm glad God has called me. I will carry on with all my hard work. By the way, you wouldn't want to be a leader, would you? <laughs> Only crazy people would want to be a leader if that's what leadership's all about, huh? But instead, if you're, if you're excited, hey, it's neat, we, we saw somebody come to know Christ last week. We had a person in our group open up that hadn't opened up in a long time. God is changing people's lives. It's exciting to be involved in this work. Hey, why don't you, why don't you come along with me and, and let's, let's go, go take a look at this, go visit this person. Do you see how that's a much more contagious way of getting leaders? See, leadership is caught more than it's taught, as we like to say in English. 
It's something that is, is, is contagious. And leaders that are enthusiastic will tend to draw up other leaders. People with a, with a clear vision and knowing where they go will attract others that have a, a similar desire. Look for people that, that uh, demonstrate potential. Why don't you just huddle up with your neighbor and see if you can come up with a list of, of three or four characteristics of people that you would sense, you could spot in your groups that might have potential to be leaders. Okay, what would you look for to spot people that might be potentials? Just go ahead and take two minutes. I would not, I would not suggest that you look for somebody that meets all 20 of these criteria. <laughs> but you're looking for somebody that's moving the right direction. It is not necessary for a leader to be way up here to function well because there's a strong support system alongside of cell group leaders, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, they can start down here and they can progress as they go. So why don't you just think about for a minute, who do you know in your sphere of influence that might be a potential leader? Might be somebody that's a new Christian or a newer Christian. So see if you can just take about a minute and just reflect. And if you if you are with somebody that you know the people well, then go ahead and just talk about that a little bit. But see if you can identify one or two or maybe three people that might be potential leaders. But if you went down to 50%, you'd probably have three to four times as many people. And for some Azubi leaders, Azubi lighters, excuse me, the question is, what direction are they going? Are they Are they plateaued? Or are they beginning to move in the direction God wants them to go? See, if I had a leader that was at this level, but not growing, I'd much rather pick a leader here than that's going the right direction. See, we all need to be progressing in our walk with Christ. And that is very, very important for effective leadership. And you realize also that, that what is leadership? In its, in its very simplest form, you are a leader if people are following you. That means that even new Christians can be leaders. Who are new Christians qualified to lead? They're qualified to lead seekers, those that are not yet Christians. And so in that sense, and what does Jesus call that? He calls that witnessing. So if you think about the thing that leadership is really you continuing to make progress in your relationship with Christ and helping others in your world to make the same come the same direction along with you that are slightly behind where you are, all of a sudden you've opened up the possibilities of all sorts of people potentially being leaders. Assuming, of course, that there's an extensive support structure and ongoing training process for that leader. And so there's more possibilities, I think, than you might imagine. Now, one of the things that I would do, and I do, is, is I don't go, go around asking people, hey, do you want to be an apprentice leader? Do you know what I often do? I spot a person with potential and just ask them to do something. Hey, would you mind uh, bringing the refreshments next week? And if that's a small enough job, it's not the end of the world if refreshments don't come. The advance of the kingdom of God doesn't come to a grinding halt if they don't follow through. But it also helps me see, are they faithful? I might even ask somebody in the group to say, hey, would you mind thinking up an icebreaker we can do next week? See, I look for people that, that seem to, to connect with other people and other people look to them and see who, who it is God is starting to raise up. Another thing that creates an environment where leaders are emerged, just, just communicating you believe in people. Communicating vision for their potential. How many of you have been significantly influenced by, by a leader that's more experienced than you that, that sort of communicated, hey, I really believe God has something for you? How many would say that's true? 
That's one of the that's one of the key things that that helps to to bring out leadership. So it's not really as hard as you think it is. There are people all around that have potential for this sort of thing. Now, how do you actually train them once you get an apprentice? We do it like Jesus does it. Now, this we've already covered. For those of you that are in the... Uh, was that management we did that? Yeah, we did that in a management seminar. There were five steps, so we need to review. It is what? I do, you watch. Second one, I do, you do help. Third, you do, I help. Fourth... You do, I watch. And number five, you do, somebody else watches. Did you know what the... You know, I, was, I was sharing this one time with, with some church leaders. And they say, we don't do it that way. Our pattern is this. I do, you watch. Then you do, you do, you do, you do, you do, you do. Not quite so good. That's Jesus' training model.